Welcome to Unfiltered. This is our trailer for our new podcast and where five neurodivergent women come together to talk all things kind of parenting, neurodiversity. And before we get into the main episodes, this is a quick little trailer just so you guys know who we are and what we're about. Hi, my name is Charlotte. Um, most people know me as Chase and Remy, which is the page I've had basically showing the journey of my children who are both autistic and just how we get on and just everyday life really recently I've changed the name of my page to my name Charlotte Marion Pearson and that's because I want to share more than just my children because I'm more than just a mum I'm more than just a neurodivergent woman I want to share all sorts of things whether it be fashion or financial strains and advice and so on mental health a bit of everything and I feel like the name change kind of symbolizes that um I am autistic and ADHD I basically have been raising awareness for about almost 10 years so I've got a five-year-old little girl called Remy and I've got a 10-year-old boy called Chase um both of them were referred at the age of one and both were diagnosed when they were two um and basically through advocating for my son even before my daughter was born I basically learned well while raising awareness I gained awareness and which is what led to my diagnosis so I wasn't diagnosed until I was 32 um and then afterwards my daughter was then diagnosed so we're all just yeah just over here we've all got very different needs and strengths and weaknesses and so on but um I'm just a strong believer that try and always look at the positives when it comes to your children because all of our children have got amazing qualities and I was always kind of given the negatives. And so I decided actually, no, I look at my son. I think he's absolutely amazing. I wouldn't change him or my daughter off the world. So rather than focusing on their struggles, I'm aware of their struggles, but doesn't mean I need to put a spotlight on them. So instead of that, I basically just put a massive spotlight on all the amazing things they do, which has led to just more confidence in them. So when they do approach their struggles, they are doing it with that confidence and getting better results so we was told my son would never speak or make friends and all the struggles he'd have and I just thought okay cool but I think he's absolutely epic and so focusing on that I think has really helped with his development so now he is speaking he is very popular he has got friends and interests and so on does he still struggle yeah majorly but we don't always want to focus on that and it's helped us a lot just kind of naturally sharing this the journey I guess with just friends and families who used to follow me back then when he was then diagnosed everybody then started reaching out because they saw similar traits in their children and then I was like oh my god so this is kind of like naturally how you raise awareness and I've always just really spoken very openly about our journey and how I feel whether it be the good stuff or the bad stuff and naturally um people have just kind of enjoyed that style of content and I like it because I just get to be myself and just kind of just maybe overshare sometimes but so many people have then reached out to me and you know they've gone on to get their own diagnosis or their children have and they'll try little techniques that I recommend and it's really helped them and since then I've mostly been just raising awareness and sharing advice and tips and so on through my social media and then recently I've been invited to join an organization called the invisible gift um I was asked to be the director there and basically 
just continue the work I do but on a larger scale with a team and now not just for parent carers but for all neurodivergent individuals basically that's me oh I also model and do some other random stuff but that's that's not my passion this is especially oh I'm a model (laughs) just throw that in there no I'm joking but um (laughs) I do but my modeling even is mostly about positive representation because I know a lot of young women especially out there are almost ashamed of who they are and they don't want to share that information especially I find as well from a background like mine when it comes to our heritage and you know the stigmas that we have in um just our culture really we hear things like oh you know you if you pray or you take certain medicine or um you know it's a curse and these kind of things that comes from certain um backgrounds a lot of young black and mixed race, brown skin, even like Asian and other countries, the women kind of hide and feel like they have to put on this front to be strong. And it's very different, even like, well, I'm amongst four white women. And I found that a lot of the women who I see are really confident about speaking about their neurodivergence are usually white women. And I don't frown upon that. I think it's amazing, but I want to now encourage other people like me to also speak out and be proud of who they are so the modeling is a lot to do with positive representation to show like yeah I am autistic and ADHD I'm also a model a charity founder a director and an amazing mum it's not something to be ashamed of and you can you know embrace who you are too um I'm Kelly I am a bit lost at the moment I don't really know who um Kelly is at the moment not in a bad way but I've been kind of consumed by my son's diagnosis journey for the last probably eight years um so I have three children very proud of them all um Oscar is um 10 years old diagnosed autistic ADHD ARFID eating disorder he also has extreme anxiety learning disability and he has absent seizures so there's a lot to manage so I think that's why I maybe lost myself because I'm very busy all of the time but I am a creator um, of uh, Born Anxious which is label free organic clothing that spreads positivity and awareness messages for neurodivergence and just being kind in general being a nice person um and when I first started it I didn't really know what where I wanted it to go I just wanted to let somebody know that my child is maybe a bit extra in terms of the experiences that we were having because he was very misunderstood so I needed you know as he runs away from you uh, after an event you you can have that I'm autistic and it kind of gives that initial conversation without saying anything so they're more like visual clues uh cues clues cues visual cues um and then I decided to donate to charities as a result of those um so it was, it was kind of something that I created for him and then people commented on it. So I created an Etsy and then I started to blog and then it became a website. I was never really intending it to be a shop, um, but I do feel it's got a bit of a personality of its own. Um, we did create um, 
a fashion show in London for uh, autistic people and we made reasonable adjustments for them. And it was a main runway show in London, which I think was probably the, well, I don't know, but I think it was the first time it had been done in a main show to create a show for autistic people and um, make those reasonable adjustments, which I'm really proud of. We've done lots of collaborations. I've done lots of blogging and I'm now a pay, I'm now a, place where I don't really know where it's going I feel like we need a new chapter the story's been told um I do a little bit feel like I'm getting on people's nerves too but um in the last kind of year I've managed to carve out some time for myself and become an autism peer support trainer for in rock which I really really enjoy and I identify as an advocate um and I'm really just me I love lemon meringue pie mint aero I like wearing Uggs most of the year I like having time to just be in my own head. On paper, I'm neurotypical. I'm not sure I am, but I'm definitely the voice of someone who isn't. Um, and I like to just promote inclusion, really. I think that I'm most passionate about that. Um, not just for neurodivergence, but for everything. Like, what's this hierarchy about? Everyone's just a human being. Um, I think all voices matter. I like to think that I am a voice for people when they don't have one. Um, and that's it, really. I um, We're a bit blended. I share the care of my godson because we lost my best friend, sadly, last year. Uh, very proud of him. Very proud of my goddaughter, too, but she lives independently. I've struggled probably in the last year when my daughter left home because I like everyone under one roof. Um yeah, so I'm just finding me again a bit, really, I think. Um, I think that I've become a different person. I quite like her. She's good at things. That's not an overconfidence. That's just an awareness of my ability, I think. I'm okay to say that I know I'm good at things. I'm also okay to say I know I'm not good at some things. Um, but I quite like the new me. And I say new me because I think when you are a parent of a complex kid, you lose people. And the door doesn't ring anymore and people don't check in. And you do find new people. There is balance. You do find new people, but you do also lose people. Um, and I think you it changes you, not in a bad way, but it does change you. So I'm feeling brand new, older, more tired, <laughs> um, but definitely uh, full De definitely emotionally full but I've started to since Lucy died I don't care so much anymore I am gonna let you know how I'm feeling and I think that's real isn't it yeah um but yeah and I love people I absolutely love people all people I'm very interested by people uh we go out and my husband's like for god's sake you know everyone I'm like I don't know him he's very <laughs> nice he's like can we not just get to where we've got and I'm like I don't know him I'm just being I have conversations with everyone um but yeah so I uh that's me so I'm I'm Corin and you may know me on social media um we are the Finch Family Life um mainly Instagram and TikTok uh and I've been oh gosh on this page now for nearly five years the page has been around um but I started sharing Caleb's journey from his diagnosis uh three years ago three, four years ago. Um, and then from then, obviously I had my other two children and um, currently sharing my five-year, 
I shouldn't have his age. My four-year-old uh, Roman's journey. Um, and for me, it's been a crazy few years of um, finding my feet with understanding autism fully. Um, when my first son got diagnosed, I did. I thought autism was just the way he presented. And I never really understood um, neurodivergence as a whole until I had my second son. Um, and my my third son is also three um, and a bundle of craziness. Um, this year has been a, as Amber said, like an awakening. I know that's the name of your thing. Um, it's been a bit of a roller coaster in terms of me figuring out myself, um, accepting who I am and the way I think, but also knowing that it's okay not to not be okay and that it's okay to have a life that is different to other people. Um, I spent the first few years on social media trying to fit in and um, sharing what other people did and trying to put on a voice. Uh, it's funny when I look back now at like old stories in my archive and I'm like, who is that? <laughs> Her voice sounds weird. Um, but now I just kind of say things how they are and it seems to be a lot more of a, I call it like my public diary um, because I'm able to talk openly and um, it's nice when you get like people message you and, and say, you know, um, I, I appreciate you sharing that. I feel the same and we're going through something similar and it's nice to know I'm not alone. Um, my... Mental health struggles are quite a new thing I talk about on social media, um, which have heightened this year since me kind of understanding the way I am. Um, and I think, and yeah, I just kind of share the highs and the lows. I'm really, uh, I think it's really important to show the, the sad times as well as the the great times because if you don't then you're just going to be a, a you know a walking positive person and no one's like that and it's 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 what makes people relate to you um like uh, Kelly said I also am really passionate about inclusion um whether that's in school um holidays even going to the supermarket um, and I, I am pretty, um, I'm not afraid to say if things are not right. And I think that kind of puts me in a place where I may, you know, I may, people may not like that. But for me, I think if you don't call things out, then you're not going to get the right outcomes. Um, yeah. Oh, shut up. I love that, that outlook as well. I, I'm very strength-based approach. Because yeah. we, we don't ever meet any of our targets. So we have to make our own and then we celebrate those. Yeah. And you can do that without, it's not like you're disregarding the struggle. You're just not focusing all your energy on it because that's pretty depressing. But our kids are wicked. Do you know what I mean? Come on. Oscar had you up doing fake karaoke in the middle of the night. That's <laughs> not like, oh. I think that's brilliant. Do you know what I mean? But these kind of things we should be shining a light on as well because everybody even neurotypical people have their weaknesses do you know what I mean it just feels like with us we are the ones who have all the focus on ours and I think it's unfair so yeah, yeah. you don't get neurotypical people walking around going I'm neurotypical I'm neurotypical over here 
I struggle in this area. I'm really boring and I'm not really a nice person, but I'm neurotypical, so you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, yeah. like but autistic people have to identify themselves everywhere they go. I hate that. Um, so I'm Danielle. Not many people probably will know me up until recently. All of my social medias were private um, and I have followed quite a few of you girls on social media for quite some time. Um, so I am autistic. I was diagnosed um, last year at the age of 31 following my son's diagnosis. I have a five-year-old, he's nearly six, um, Tommy. He is the absolute world of the light of my life. He is our little miracle baby. Um, and he has a diagnosis of ASD and sensory processing disorder, as well as hypermobility Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. It's a really lonely world, the SEM world, and it's kind of very much diagnosed and dumped. So there wasn't anybody that I knew personally that had been through the journey. So I turned to social media after Tommy's diagnosis um, back in 2021. And... As we kind of went further into the journey, we saw there were more and more holes with support. And then we started our EHCP journey and it was filled with nothing but problems and having to fight the system. Some of you or any anyone that is part of the SEND world and the education journey with their children will probably be aware of a very famous, very... I want to say it, it went absolutely crazy. It blew up the video of two Kent County Council councillors, Councillor Simon Webb and Councillor Sarah Hudson, making derogatory and disparaging comments at a SEND subcommittee meeting back in March of this year. What many people probably don't realise is it was myself that found that video. Um, came across it completely by accident, trolling through KCC's website, back in May of this year and I knew once I found that it had to be shared mm -hmm. so I took a deep breath that Friday night and decided to set up a TikTok account didn't know what I was doing at all and opened my Instagram from public uh, from private to public and put the video on there because the things they were saying it needed to be out there we anybody in the SEM world will know these things go on behind closed doors. But to actually have a public meeting that was recorded where you've got councillors saying that it is the in thing to do to get an EHCP and we sit at home on benefits and we just push for EHCPs for the add-ons and benefits is absolutely disgusting. So I shared that video. I didn't expect it really to make many waves Again, I'd only just put my accounts on public. I tagged a few people that I was following that had large platforms. And before I knew it, that video was everywhere. Um, it was over TikTok, over Instagram, Facebook. It made the news. So um, BBC News covered it. ITV News covered it. It was on Twitter. And from then, really, I've just been advocating the best I can, not just for Tommy, and for his needs to be met, but for all children and young people with SEM, because the system is so broken. Um, throughout kind of the journey of advocating and uncovering 
more and more issues within the Zen world when it comes to funding, um, when it comes to how Zen children and young people are treated in educational settings, how their needs aren't met. I've met an amazing bunch of ladies being the four of you. Um, mm-hmm. And it's the first time I can honestly say that I have been able and I've felt able to be my true authentic self and not have to mask in front of people. Um, so that's kind of our journey and I won't stop. I've found my voice is something I'd done before finding that video, but on a very kind of private scale. Um, I would always help anyone I knew, but it was very private. Whereas it's kind of, I can't really explain it. It's lit a fire in me that I didn't know I had. And I'm determined to keep pushing on until we make changes because changes are needed. And it's not just changes for our children, but also for ourselves as adults, as an autistic adult with other disabilities. It is a much harder place. Um, and you realise how not many places are inclusive um, and the everyday struggles that we face. And we shouldn't have to feel like we have to mask to fit in we shouldn't have to feel that we are a nuisance for existing and I think that's what I'd like to change the stigma as well that's attached to neurodivergent people oh my god my eyes started going and I was blinking to make sure that tears <laughs> I was looking at you I was like Charles gonna go yeah, that made me really emotional. This is going to go in the episode because I want us to make this point of how fucking brave you were to do that because of your job to whistleblow an entire county council. Like That was fucking brave yeah. and it's not celebrated enough. And what we want from this community is that we can surround people with love who need it. And that's Kelly's little favourite phrase, like surround them with love, surround them with yeah. like That's what this is about. Because there's a lot of people out there, unfortunately, who will try and like put themselves on the pedestal. <laughs> I, can, I think it's an ADHD thing apparently we pat, we have pattern recognition and mine is with people mm-hmm. so I can almost just sense when someone's not right and mm. my the girl I used to run my charity with we'd have a meeting with someone and we'd leave it and she'd be really optimistic I go that went really well and I look at it and I go no babe and she'd be like what and I'll say just trust me that person, we can't trust them. I can sense something's not right. And every time I was right, and she'd be like, no, you're actually freaking me out now. How do you know? But it's only recently I've heard about the whole pattern recognition thing. Mm-hmm. I could just sense from people's wording, how they, their body language, their tone. Um, I do think it's pattern recognition, but it's hard because sometimes I'll meet someone and I'll think, mm, but I don't want to come across like I'm a judgmental bitch. You've <laughs> I just sometimes I keep it to myself and I'll just watch and then I'll, I'll be right and I'll be like oh see told you hi I'm Amber I am known as Neurodivergent Amber or Amber Collins um on Instagram and TikTok I'm a mama one and I am diagnosed autistic and ADHD um I've spoken a little bit before my diagnosis journey is really fucking weird and is not normal um so I was diagnosed at three with low functioning autism which we no longer do and is just irrelevant and a bit like you, Danielle, like, who was it that was told? Oh, no, sorry, what Charlotte was saying about Chase, like, he's not going to do this, he's not going to do that, blah, blah, blah. My parents were told that about me. So at three, they were like, she's never going to talk, she's never going to live independently, she's never going to have children, she's never going to have a job, blah, blah, blah. I'm currently sitting in the house that I 
well, I don't own it, but I live here and my house that I run and painted that wall. And I have a kid and I'm a partner and I'm getting married in April and I've held down a variety of jobs because being ADHD, I've bounced from job to job and done 20 million things, um, standard. But yeah, so that was kind of disproved and uh, I ended up not knowing. So no one ever told me, no one ever sat me down and said, by the way, you're autistic. This is why you struggle with this or this is why you do this or whatever. And I was 13 when I saw the word on a form and again, it was still kind of brushed off. And then I was 28 before I understood what it meant. And the reason that I understood it was because by this point, my son had been born. He was born when I was 26. He's now about to turn five. And he very quickly, like I'm talking within like six months, was showing signs. I always joke that he'd come out flapping, but he did literally come out flapping his hands. That's not an exaggeration. And... When I typed in, was my baby hand flapping? The first thing that came up was autism. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. This is what I'm dealing with. Like, at least I know. And going through the process of him and kind of, you know, that kind of word awakening, which is why my stuff is called like neurodivergent awakening. It did become a massive awakening for me. And I did a random post um, in 2021, I think it was. That's when I first started talking about autism online. I did a random post on my Instagram and it blew up and I had such an amazing feedback from the people in my life. People are like people I hadn't spoken to for years that I was like, this is how, again, like what Charlotte was saying, like, this is how you create awareness. And I remember feeling like, oh, I'm the only mum in the world that's autistic. And then I came across Charlotte and that's kind of what started all of this because me and Charlotte met and then obviously you already knew Kelly and then like, I think I connected with Corinne on TikTok, but she also knew Kelly. And then Danielle, we've got to know through like her blowing up that video. So it's all kind of just kind of come together through us trying to raise our voices online. And then as I was kind of deep diving autism, I always felt like, oh, like this doesn't ever fully fit. Like it never fully answered everything. And then all the ADHD stuff started coming up. And I genuinely thought ADHD was like, fucking Sam Thompson do you know what I mean like nutty boys jumping around mental and I was like I'm not like that I'm not like that I ain't got ADHD and then I started reading through it and I was like oh shit I've got ADHD and I got diagnosed a week shy of turning 30 um so that's that I'm pretty I'm 99.9% sure I am dyspraxic if you haven't seen if you're not one of the 20 million people that haven't seen a video of me slicing a potato <laughs> <laughs> like what is my fucking life um then yeah I'm pretty certain I'm dyspraxic but I'm not diagnosed um my little boy is diagnosed autistic he's currently in a mainstream school with an EHCP absolutely thriving doing really well um and 99.9% sure he's got ADHD so we're now on that journey as well to get him diagnosed um with that I have battled a lot of internalized ableism and anxiety through kind of years of masking. Um, I used to have really bad panic attacks. I basically crashed out of employment when I was 26 um, through just severe burnout. I used to, you know, suicidal ideation, all of it. And I'm not afraid to talk about that stuff now, but for a really long time I was. And yeah, like for me, the more that we can raise each other's voices, empower each other and empower the cause and remove stigmas, my hope, like when I'm on my deathbed, 
is that I've made a difference and prevented the next generations of autistic ADHD neurodivergent people coming through um to not feel the same way that I'm sure we've all gone through at different times in our lives so yeah that is kind of what this is about and that's what Unfiltered is about it's about um creating a community and a safe space for everyone so I really hope that this podcast and the Patreon community that comes alongside it will help you and will be of some assistance to your journey I guess whether you're autistic and ADHD yourself whether you're a different type of neurodiversity whether you're a carer even if you're neurotypical and you literally just want to learn like you're all welcome here so I hope that it helps and yeah enjoy <laughs>